Where's the pep? Where's the Jimmy John's fast sandwich slapping experience? It's January 17th, 2024, and this is Rare Encounter, encounter number 175. Excuse me, but does my tongue taste funny to you? Those clothes would look great in a crumpled heap on my bedroom floor. Do you have a cell phone in your back pocket because your ass is calling to me? I'll be Burger King, and you be McDonald's. I'll have it my way, and you'll be loving it. Serve me like a pirate, and hand me that booty. I'm Abel Kirby. <laughs> And smiling so I won't cry. I'm cold ass. Hey, we did it! It's 175! 175! Where every, everything's different. It's the different episode. Good job! Normally we start on time and Good we did job. it different. We Yay! <laughs> we started late this time, just just to make it different. Yeah. We a hell of a difference. Yep, usually. I mean, it's not like we've ever started a show late before. Well, also, I usually start by saying stuff that I, I came up with myself at the beginning of the show. And this and, time you just read off a bunch of cheesy uh, pickup lines. Yes, which is totally different. It's the opposite, basically, of what I usually do. You see what I mean? I see. It's, it's... So... Also, you know, usually I have some show notes... Yeah, and usually then, you do. Usually I have some show notes, and I come home from work early enough to uh, to work on them. This time I didn't do that. It's just a different show. Wow, so Completely. different. It, it's like almost unrecognizable. Yeah, but, well, I have another thing that I was going to do live on the on the show, and I've never tried this before, too, just to make it the most different possible, okay? I have a little control okay. in my recording. I noticed, uh, I, I noticed back some time ago, and I've been really really meaning to press this and uh i i think it'll make the show as different as possible if okay, i click this what button. happens when you press it okay when i press the button all right i'm gonna do it three do it two one bing done what'd you do all right we're as different as possible right now you hit the difference button huh I hit the phase invert button. We are actually 100 degrees, 180 degrees out of phase with our normal podcast. Wow. That's right? pretty all, damn different. All our, all our positives are, are negatives now, and all our negatives are positive. It's the most well, different. Well, I've got a lot of negatives, so that's, so that's really good for me. It's the most different, because the, po the podcast is audio, right? What's the most different yeah. you could be? You could be 180 degrees out of phase, which we are! We just got phased to 180. Yay! Yay! All right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to leave that on the whole show. Um, I'm not sure it makes a difference if you're mono. We are a mono show. It is the phase between the left and right channel, but, uh, you know, it's, it really, I think it did something. I think I'm feeling a little different right now. You, you definitely sound a little different. <laughs> I've got something, usually I drink, um, water during the show or beer or something like that, right? But I got a drink that I've never had before. It's alkaline water. And I figure, I don't know, usually what I, what I have, I don't know you if mean it like, could have been like alkaline. You mean like seltzer, but, but without the bubbles? Exactly. So that's different too. This one's yeah, that is different. This one's so basically it's water, but it has ions in it. It's ion charged water. Usually I have non-ionized water, so that's different. So how'd you ionize your water? Oh, I just bought it. It says it's Oh, it was pre-ionized, huh? It says ion charged, which I presume means has ions in it. 
I would think so. I mean, well, what if it was, what if it has not, what if it has anions instead? What's an anion? Is that an opposite of an ion? I would think so, because, you know, the, the an prefix is usually like an opposing thing. Mm. But you could be ionized either way, couldn't you? You could have an excess of electrons or a deficit. Those are both de descriptions of ionization, aren't they? Are they not? I think so. I, well, I'm not really the uh, I'm not really the ionic type, so I can't uh, say. And let's see, what do we got to do this uh, this week? I think we should take our our show to Australia because that's the opposite in a lot of different ways. Sure, but I think first we need to we need to cover what's happened since uh, since last week. Uh, we do have we do have some boosts that came in ahead of the show aha we're doing those and, at the know, front one one of them yeah one of them is is our executive producer who sent in like at 6 30 today but we'll start off with the we'll we'll go you know what in this in the say for the sake of being different we're gonna go reverse chronological order <laughs> through the uh boost today awesome so come so first at 8 31 p.m today with the amount of 14,523 sats, our executive producer, Crunchwrap Supreme, who sent in no message in the boost. From Breeze, apparently. Is that Breeze? I yeah, Breeze. B-R-E-E-Z. So. -E yeah, Breeze. Yeah, sent from Breeze. Right. Rare encounter. Yeah. Boost in the last episode. Awesome. Well, thanks, Crunchwrap Supreme. Yeah, yeah you you're definitely a Supreme Crunchwrap. Can I um, discuss Crunchwraps for a moment? Sure. When the crutch wrap was invented, I thought it was the best thing uh, ever. That's it. That's all I really had. That's it. Okay. <laughs> I once just I once for an assignment at school programmed a, uh, you know, Kausei. Are you familiar with the Kausei? Yeah, I know about Kausei. Okay. Uh, in the spirit of ASCII art generating um, command line tools, uh, when I was taking a C plus plus course, like a like my first introduction to programming. We made a couple of those tools as part of the um, part of the introduction to object-oriented programming. And so you had different things that you could draw on the screen. They were objects, you know, but they all had a draw function, right? So you could iterate yeah. through a list of objects and whatever. You, okay, you get the idea. And I had crunch wraps in mind. I liked crunch wraps so much, I made them part of a homework assignment. <laughs> Nice. That is that is like dedication to the crunch wrap. And crunch wraps aren't as good these days. Back when they started, they were absolutely Nothing's fantastic. Nothing's as good these days as as they used to be. Well, except for us. I mean, we just keep getting finer with age, right? Well, except for today, we're actually getting worse with age right now. Just to be different. Fair enough. Anyway, that's my crunch wrap uh, story. I like to mention. I do enjoy a good crunch wrap. So crunch wrap supreme is on my uh, my nice list. All right. So our other our other boost that came in was actually midnight on the 11th of January. And that was that came in from Booberry who sent us 6969 sats, usually the number we'd associate with Sir Spencer. And his message was, "I agree with Abel Kirby, bring on the danger danger high voltage." Okay. I don't, I agree with that also, but I also don't see Booberry's uh, toot. I must have missed that. Or not toot, uh, uh, boost. Boost. Interesting. Oh, well, I saw it. Cool. I must have yeah. had a, an outage of some sort. 
You must have. Let's see. So you said we are we are going to the Antibodies. We're going to go to, uh, I don't know if we really want to go there. What I was trying to get to is... Well, yeah, I mean, who who does want to go to Australia? It's a, I mean, they had they had to, like, they had to, like, lock people on ships to send them there originally. <laughs> I, it may be in the cards that I go there sometime in the next few years. We'll see. Uh, Shonen Knife, a band that I follow and sometimes play their their music on the pre-stream here is on an Australian tour. And I thought that was a little bit, I don't know. At first I thought it was unusual. Then I thought, you know what? Those gals are international gals. They do these tours all over the place. And one of my biggest regrets from um, when I was in Colorado is Shonen Knife was doing a show in Denver and I missed it. And so I Aww. wanted to mention on the show, this came through my one of my feeds, I think. Uh, they're actually doing a tour down under, and I have the poster with the tour dates. Is about the only they're thing inside sixth. my note. Yeah, they're upcoming. Um, looks like they're at various uh, places. One's called The Corner, one's called The River, one's called The Milk Bar. I don't know what any of these venues are. But the um, uh, I want to get the word out in case we have any Australian listeners you should go see these. Uh, this band. It's pretty fun. They did, I think, most famously, music for the Powerpuff Girls, but they, they have a great um, kind of mood to their music. It's like They're punk, pink but it's punk. Yeah, it's punk, but it's not it's not angry punk. It's like chill. It's like um, it's indescribable. Chill punk. Yeah, it's it's really fun. They have songs about like dog fights. Like like uh, World War II planes going and attacking each other or like two dogs put in a pit and like have to like chew each other to death no it's, it's like two dogs put in a pit and so they have a song about like i went to the beach and saw a dog fight and i they have a song about how much they like wasabi but why it is so hot is the question and uh various other songs they had an album adventure that i quite like so there's my little plug for shonen knife i put a link in there for australianmusician.com so the band's been around for like what forty three years now, <laughs> and 20, 20, uh, 20 albums to date. Ah, uh, yeah, it's uh, feet. Yeah, that's uh, that's not bad. That is some uh, that is some lasting power. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I heard some good news on the fish tank front. I don't know uh, if this is public, but it sounds like Jimmy's going to be doing some podcasting. The uh, the news came in the uh, the form of speculation that I uh, might show up on the No Agenda stream and someone show. So I don't I don't know what's been posted or what whatever. I don't have No Agenda Social, and we'll get into that soon. But uh, I wanted to give a yeah, little we'll fish ha- tank we'll update. We'll have to discuss that since we don't have No Agenda Social to talk about fish tank on. I have to talk about it on the show now, which is terrible. Okay, well I mean I mean we're kind of edging in on another show's turf by doing so, but uh, ah well. I mean, you, you've got an in with that other show anyways. <laughs> these, these, um, Fish Tank has been fantastic right up until they kicked Jimmy off. And then I kind of lost complete interest uh, in the show. But now uh, they brought him back. Well, they brought, did they bring him back a second time? Because they brought him back and then they kicked him off again. I don't know. Yeah. I, I haven't really been paying as much attention to it as you have. Yeah. So anyway, I'm looking forward to that. I have a note because I liked Jimmy so much. I went to Jimmy John's for a sandwich a week ago. And for some reason, it's in my notes to talk about this. Um, 
Are you aware of uh, what Jimmy John's, the sandwich franchise, is, Cold Acid? I cannot say that I am. It, it was supposed to be a fast sandwich. Like it's but... su- it's supposed to be, uh, and the way it was pitched to me, actually Cotton Gin explained this to me, so maybe maybe I'm just going off what he said, but uh, their shtick was you go inside and order a sandwich, and by the time you walk to the counter, like as fast as you can walk to the counter to pick it up, it's already made. As soon as you, the words of what kind of sandwich you want to make come out of your mouth, they have a team of people who slap it together in a ridiculously uh, fast amount of time. That's the way it wow, used to be. That's... But Jimmy John's doesn't make fast sandwiches anymore. Now they make slow sandwiches instead. They make it a very slow sandwich because I ordered a sandwich at Jimmy John's. I don't go to Jimmy John's much, but I, I was in a Jimmy mood. And yeah, when I got there, sense. yeah, I put my order in, and then I sat there, and I'm just waiting. Like, where's the where's the pep? Where's the Jimmy John's fast sandwich slapping experience? Nobody knows. Anyway, I haven't they, had they it. They need they need to learn they need to learn from those Indian street vendors. <laughs> I haven't had a fast sandwich since 2019, and I'm a little annoyed. Get your shit together, Jimmy John's. Yeah, give Abel his fast sandwich. Okay. Fuckers. Uh, yeah. Well, you want to talk about the, uh, the Fediverse situation? Sure. So, so yeah, I mean, well, I mean, what really is there to say? An overreaction means that No Agenda Social is shutting down. But, I mean, I've been meaning my shitposter account for, like, what, half a year now anyways? Mm-hmm. So for me, it ha- it's not like it's any sort of huge loss, uh, right? I mean, most people were already following me on SPC instead. I was surprised by, uh, by how many more followers I have now, though. Mm. Do you get double followers but, uh, from people refollowing you? Yeah, who haven't, uh, who haven't switched over their accounts yet. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. But yeah, when... I mean, there is the whole there is the whole thing with with uh, Adam Curry complaining about uh, complaining about what he saw on No Agenda Social, and I nobody really knows if it was like actual content on NAS or just like stuff that people are seeing and and sharing that are coming from other places, but uh, but Adam was complaining about it, and then uh, then Matt, the guy who runs the server thought this meant that Adam wanted it shut down since it has no agenda in the name. And he was saying things like, oh, I don't really want our name associated with this, which I mean, I can I can understand seeing that as like some sort of implicit message that, yeah, let's get rid of this. So I can't I can't I can't really fault either of them individually, but combined, it means that no agenda social is getting shut down and everybody's shunting over to the new the new instance that uh, Matt has set up no authority social. Mm. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to. Um I'm going to pop up somewhere but I'm not exactly sure where. I've decided to lay low for a bit and keep my options open. And Well, you're always welcome on shit poster. And I appreciate that. Um I've been thinking about social media and how I want to interact with it. And um, I think, well, first, I have a chance for a break. And so I think until February, maybe the end of February, uh, I'm not even going to have a presence on it and just 
we'll we'll see if I get there. Maybe I'll only do. You'll just weeks, lurk. But, yeah. Well, I don't even know if I'm gonna lurk. I'm just gonna, not gonna have an account. I mean, NASA's gonna shut down, and I'm not gonna make another account until sometime later. So we'll see. And I don't know if I'm gonna end up on a um, proper uh, like uh, what do they call it? Uh, the what's Instance? the protocol name? Not oh, instance, uh, activity but pub. activity pub based uh, system because I've been looking at some of these other things out there. Noster has been one of them. Now Noster is pretty much a unusable unless yeah. unless you you fuck around with it a lot. And so in the one year that I've been uh, that Noster's had to grow, kind of since I last looked at it, because about this time last year, early early uh, January twenty twenty three. Um, I was playing around with Noster. I looked at some of those, some of the apps that were available, some of the websites that were available, like what's going on. And there really wasn't much. You would connect to, well, you get whatever you're using to interface to it. If it was a web page or an, or an, an app, and I, I've tried a couple different ones back then, you would um, connect to some relays. You'd then go see what the global timeline was, or maybe start looking for people who you can follow and the problems you run into are first, there's literally no one who's interesting enough that you'd want to follow them. That was the first problem. And, and that's because they weren't. Well, that, I mean, that's always, that's always the case with, uh, with new social platforms though. I mean, yep. I mean, nobody comes over to the Met first because nobody's on them. Right. Yep. And the second one is it was almost all Chinese spam. Chinese language spam, <laughs> it, just over and over and over. Every single post, if you went to any of the free relays and looked at what was posted, it was just repeated messages with Chinese characters, and they're posted every second, and it was just flooding through. So the I haven't. Fifty Cent Army was all, had already invaded, huh? It was pretty bad. The uh, bottom line is, I went and I've been I'm working on a survey of the different apps and interfaces. And there's a lot of them that are like just shitty clones of each other, by the way. Yeah. And then, then there's a few that are actually pretty interesting. Um, and I'm, I'm putting together a review. I'm going to get something, some kind of content for the show. Um, they at least describe what I'm learning, you know, even if I don't end up using any of these things, even if Noster is just a bust. I'm going to do the Noster update. Um, let's peg that at two weeks from now. And okay. I've even looked at paid relays, by the way, just to fuck around. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see how they operate. What's the payment system? Is it working or not? And so it turns out with the Lightning Network, you can um, connect to some of these nodes and go in and pay an invoice and then have your um, public key authorized to post or read or whatever on it. So um, I'm trying to figure out what that landscape is and if it's just bullshit or if there's any, if there's any there there so that's yeah i'm 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 i've not been feeling it and the few times i've seen anything that's come out of noster it's it's not really encouraged me to to go over there at all well here's the thing that's encouraged me um if, from for taking a second look at it is i went on noster and after kind of getting set up with some relays that make sense uh, I found out there's a lot of bridges now that connect Noster to some of the activity pub fediverse. So yeah, I know I've, I've seen some of those communications, but, uh, but it, again, it's like, 
at that point, why even get involved if if you're just bridged into it anyways? And I can answer that. It's because I don't have to make another account next time someone shuts down a, an instance. Because I'm not okay, an account, fair. right? I'm a yeah. Because Activity Pub doesn't let us bring our uh, identity from one server to another just yet. Yeah, but there's there's multiple bridges. Okay, so I could I actually no. Was I, looking I, no, what I'm saying is what I'm saying is you don't have that issue with Noster. Yeah, because your identity is fixed to your wallet, right? Whereas yep. whereas with uh, with the Fediverse, right? Your identity is different on each instance. You can't. You don't have a portable identity. Yeah, and so I'm gonna let everyone shift to uh, to some other. I guess I said I'd, I'd let them, <laughs> as if I could stop them. <laughs> I'm going to watch everyone shift around to other instances, but I'm gonna be thinking about what do I have to do as Abel Kirby? What do I have to do to never do work again? What do like, I have to do? To avoid social media. <laughs> yeah, because it's I don't have time for this shit. I don't I honestly don't care. Um, Here's a reason why most of my interactions are just simply shit posting. Yeah. So anyway, uh, that'll be coming up. Um, I was thinking of starting a reggae project. No, 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 man, no, nah, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. I I haven't got the voice down. I've been practicing a little bit, and uh, I don't know. I'm not ready to. I'm not ready to to tip the hat you're, there. You're not. You're not gonna. You're not gonna debut tonight. No, Aww. nah, man. But what I am gonna do is uh, I'm just putting the word out there because I'm interested. If anyone knows anything about reggae, because I have no clue, but I've suddenly become infatuated with it. I've been humming reggae to myself all day. And uh, all day yesterday. So that's basically I'm committed for life. That sounds it's, Iriman. It's as it's as real as it gets. So that's Iriman. I'm kind of afraid to actually <laughs> listen to reggae because it sounds better in my head. And I think I have a duty uh, to the world to not not diligently study reggae music and yeah, try and emulate it or synthesize it. I think you, my duty is to. Yeah, your duty your duty is to enjoy and create. And yeah, don't study don't study what you want to create because then what you end up creating is just uh is just imitations of what you've studied. Yeah. You got to, you know, you got to you got to you got I mean, I'm not saying don't listen to it, listen to it, but don't study it. Just feel it, man. Just feel it and then express yourself in the same sort of way. I think right? I need I need to capture what I imagine reggae might be. Instead of instead of actually figuring out what reggae is and trying to do it, I think I just need to imagine what it might be and try and do that. That's the way so you do it. The, my commitment is to to everyone, to the audience, to the world is uh to get together a reggae um track maybe it's a demo or something like that but i'm not going to listen to a single reggae song and i also don't think i ever really have except for maybe some bob marley stuff on the radio ever in my life so i think i'm gonna kind of do this blind i'm just just whatever i think it is i'm gonna do it go for it yeah that's that's how i'm rolling ah oh, man let's see um i don't have much else i've been my lips were so chapped today I thought I was going to bleed. It's, yeah, it was, it's been pretty fucking dry here. 
with how cold it's been, it's like you can watch the ice uh, sublimate just from how dry the air is. Yes, I like that sublimate. That's a great word. It is a great word. I do have I do have a number of things that uh, that I can talk about today. Sure. Uh, let's let's go gaming. Uh, did you hear that uh, that Capcom is looking at a whole new type of digital rights management? <laughs> uh, no, I did watch a DRM video the other night, though, and it had to do with um, an old style Nintendo um, DRM. I can't remember the name of the game, but it it shipped with a a piece of paper with invisible ink on it with a code in the game. And you had to submerge it in water to get the uh, to get the, <laughs> the code to advance the game. Um, so I'm excited this to find out if this like is as this. cool. This is this is an this is anti-modding DRM. That's pretty dumb. Well, they're this is how this is how pissed off they were about the naked Chun Li mod God. for uh, for the recent uh, Street Fighter. Okay, why don't you explain that? And I'm gonna look up naked Chun Li mod. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah. I mean, with uh, with uh, Street Fighter Six. Somebody came out with a mod that took all the clothes off of Chun Li. Awesome. So you, I, I believe, I believe it, uh, it actually also, you know, instead of her just being just like plain texture, like she got, she got uh, TNA. That's like you know, like there's there's nipples on those titties. There's bush between those legs sort of thing going on. And uh, and the folks over at Capcom had a shit fit. I posted a right. link to, uh, it's a Sankaku complex report. Yeah, so not safe for work. Yeah, not Very safe for work. Safe. But uh, yeah, it has some, some photographs inside there. Of course, they're reporting on all the important news. <laughs> like every time there's Sankaku. a nipple in a video game. Yeah, well, I mean, that's, that's half the point of Senkaku Complex, right? Yeah. Or more like 75% of the point. <laughs> Any, anyway, uh, Capcom is now implementing something called Enigma Protector. And not only, not only are they bringing it to Street Fighter VI, they're adding this into, their, into like a bunch of their back catalog games. So old games, you know, ones that have been released forever, where maybe at this point they get like a th three or four sales a month from the from the few people who don't already have them, right? Because they are just so mad. They don't want they don't want anyone else from their games getting naked. So so no more naked Claire in uh, Resident Evil, right? For example. Okay. And yeah, it's like you know. Come on, guys. Naked Claire. How do you spell her name? Claire C-L-A-I-R. Yeah. I don't even know the lady. I'm trying to find her naked. <laughs> oh, shit. There she is. Yeah. There. So when did nude mods become a... I remember they were always kind of around, but it was just a... Um, usually like a low-fidelity kind of jokey thing. When did it turn into this? Uh, when graphics got to the point where you could actually like have really detailed uh, body models instead of you know like fucking 
triangle tits like in the original Tomb Raider. Ah, uh, Tomb Raider. Yeah, Tomb Raider. More like Womb Raider, am I right? Yeah, get those diamond cutters over here, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But anyway, yeah, like, come on, Capcom. Let the perverts have their fun. Capcom Enigma, you called it? New yes. DRM software, great. Da 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 da. da. Yep, yeah, another so, another reason not to play modern games. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least not until at least not until the DRM gets uh, gets hacked. I've been I've been playing some uh, itch.io games. One of them was a furnace operator simulator. Furnace operator simulator. Yeah, well, you actually, it's, uh, maybe furnace is the wrong word. It's actually a refinery tower for oil refinery. Okay, what's the name of it? Uh, I sent it, actually, you know what? I sent it to you in a DM on No Agenda Social, like, the hours before the shutdown announcement. So, I, it may be lost yeah, forever. Yeah, well, my uh, notifications have been flooded since. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't have it handy, but it's a game where you like turn on the crude oil flow and you fill up the thing and then you heat it up, but don't heat it up too hot. Um, and you monitor the pressure and the temperature and everything. And you make naphtha and uh, you can make asphalt. You can start doing cracking operations. It's pretty cool. So, yeah. So I'm guessing I'm guessing this game was made in Germany. I think it was made by uh, some guy who's a... It, it could be, actually. Yeah, because because that's their that's their sort of thing, right? They go, they work, they work all day, and then when they come home, they play work simulations. <laughs> yeah. Like, those farming sims all come from fucking Germany. Uh, the train sims, a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff for things like train and plane and other vehicle sims, all Germans. Yep. Yeah. There, there, I actually saw I actually saw a funny picture uh, with that where it's like German comes home from working in the mine, sits down at his computer, and there's a whole bunch of these like work simulation games. Mm. I can't find I it. I have to I have to find that. If I can find it, I will throw it in the show notes. If I can't find it, I'm not going to look too hard. Then uh, people just have to find it on themselves. Yeah. Well, I've been playing that and uh, some other just rando stuff. It's kind of fun to click on to itch.io and just see what's new and popular is usually what I go for. New, popular, and uh, and uh, free. And playing in a browser. Yeah. I also I also don't download shit. It's got to run on a browser. Yeah, I, I don't like I don't like browser games. I mean, honestly, honestly. I spend enough time in a fucking web browser because three quarters of what I do at work is web application development. I want native fucking apps again. Thank you so very fucking much. It just, it just fucking kills me, man. Like everything, everything's got to be JavaScript and HTML5 and CSS these days. We can't, we can't have proper applications anymore because everybody just wants to do things the easy, simple, stupid way of JavaScript. Fuck, fuck your resources. Fuck any sort of like, you know, having, having like, you know, nice 
tight code. <laughs> no, we've got to, we've got to fucking stick it in a web browser, and so having it open for five seconds sucks up fucking. 20 gigs of RAM and eats up half your fucking hard drive. Jeez, man. Fuck, I, I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> hate it so much. I found the, the game I was talking about. It was Under Pressure. I kept typing in oil stuff and refinery, but the under title is... Under Pressure. Da, 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 da. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's extremely, like, not... <laughs> not good unless you i don't know it tickled me the right way i enjoyed um setting the distillation column heater on and off uh just try to keep the temperature in a particular range it's it's very much like you babysit a thermostat or you are the thermostat and uh then watch the market and sell your naphtha at the right time yeah it's very uh very basic but little little stupid games like that i find amusing and i Especially if I come home from work and I'm sick of thinking about stuff, uh, I don't mind having these on. You, get, you come home, some you're sick. You're sick of work, and so you simulate working at a refinery. <laughs> well, I've got that. I've got the. You, are you forts. secretly German? Uh, I don't think so. You sure? I'm trying to figure out if this guy is German. I like the the comment at the bottom though. Um, this guy MN Detta says. This game is really cool, but I have no clue what's going on. And then the creator of the game, <laughs> Void Cloud, replies, Thanks for trying! <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty funny. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Oh, well, that's all I do these days. You work, and then you come home to play working games. Yep. Hell of a life. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, so... Um, after our last episode, uh, Dad published, uh, publicly published the episode of the anime podcast that I was on. Yes, I saw that. So now everybody else can listen to me, uh, talk about anime and reference John Norman. Yeah, it's a very cool episode. Uh, if you listen to Dad's anime podcast, the... Link just got linked in the IRC, but wow, you you posted a Spotify link? Cold acid. Uh, because, An- because Anchor Anchor got bought by Spotify a while ago, and they've just finally been completely folded in. Oh, that's right. No, that's right. They're hosted yeah. on Anchor. I forgot about that. <sighs> Shame. Yeah. Shame. All right. But one one of these one of these days one of these days I'll convince Dad to uh, to set up uh, you know what we got you know a podcast podcast uh, generator podcast generator yeah I, I had brain fart there for a minute I thought it was funny that you develop it and you couldn't remember the name <laughs> well I wasn't the original developer I'm I'm like the third developer of a, like lead developer mm. no you've been doing uh. Just great stuff on that. In in fact, the version that we use has even features beyond what the what the uh, build yeah, on GitHub but is. I, I mean, most most of those are are in the are in the master branch. They just haven't been like there just isn't a numbered release for them yet. Mm. And on honestly, honestly, I haven't touched it in quite some time. I really need to actually get back to. Uh, working on podcast generator. Well, I've got a proposition for you. 
Yes. Because I can do some development work on my side. And because we have the metadata, this podcast, Rare Encounter, could have chapters for not just this episode, but I actually have chapter data for like the last hundred or something, maybe more than that. Yeah. So I have a a way, if I do the development right, of extracting like named time chapters um, in JSON format and having them ready to associate with uh, episodes in our RSS feed. Yeah, but is it the is it the format that's actually specified for chapters by the uh, the podcasting 2.0 RSS stuff? That is the middleware that I have to finish. Yeah. And so and if you don't forget, podcast generator is PHP. Well, I don't need to do anything in PHP. What I what I'm talking about doing is a basically a Python script that would its output would be a JSON file or a text file with JSON in it. That could okay, be okay, but this would be this would be generating something that you'd upload into podcast generator, like a sidecar file, rather than. Uh... Rather than, like, it searches the MP3 itself in Podcast Generator. Yeah, it, it would be a um, f- a file, or it could just be I paste it in a text field. I mean, it's just text, right? Yeah. Um, how, whatever, the, whatever the easiest way to ingest it into Podcast Generator, um, we can do. And because I can, I can move it however we need to. Yeah. So well, we can we can look in, we can look into that. I mean, it's getting all the all the podcasting 2.0 feed stuff into podcast generator is a goal of mine, along with uh, along with making it work right on uh, modern PHP. Cool. Well, yeah. I'll my side of the bargain will be I um I will get all the chapter data formatted. Um, and I'm not going to do it manually. I'm going to have a basically a program that does that uh, that does this. They'll uh, probably be JSON files, so it'll be a file with a .json extension, and it'll be ta- text, hopefully encoded with the right co- encoding. Um, Just UTF-8 it, and it'll be good. Okay, UTF-8, um, and the files will include the the um, episode number somehow in there, so that they could be sorted into the. Um, the feed and even if we had um what if we had a like an icd an in- interface control for that says hey the json file always has this name and it always you know it's always says encounter underscore and then mm, zero that would not be that would not be something we would actually be integrating into podcast generator itself uh there's a reason there's a reason why it why it does its own uh, renaming of files when you upload them, and uh, that's to avoid that's to avoid like running over things that okay. might be there, which is also why we're able to just abuse the images directory uh, that uh, that our site has to upload all the images that we put into the show notes because we know. With the way that we're naming things, we aren't going to have any sort of conflicts. Okay. No, that's fair. If Does that mean that I'm pasting um, 150 blobs of text or 175 blobs of text, whatever it is, into 175 uh, edit podcast fields? 
Because I could do that too. No, That's... I mean, I, I mean, no. We, I would, uh, I would write up a, a shell script that would take care of uh, injecting that directly into each episode's XML sidecar. Okay, and then for or actually, if if I get the if I get the back on the horse for podcast generator four, where where stuff isn't using sidecar files anymore, but is using a uh, SQLite database to reference everything, then it'll be even easier. Ooh, SQLite. Because I'll just be able, I'll just be able to, I'll just be able to generate a, a nice little SQL script, and I just like you know, pipe that into SQLite. That's archival ready. That's uh, Library of Congress approved. SQLite. Yeah. By the way, one of the few, very few formats that is. It's a, it's a pretty good little thing. I noticed that our, uh, the Internet Archive uses SQLite files as well as a way of one of the forms for storing metadata for items. I've actually been uploading stuff uh, recently. Okay, to Archive. Yeah, and yeah, I'm not Go gonna to I'm not gonna say what my account name is because I use my uh, I use my real world identity attached to it. I see, but uh, but That's... yeah, it'll like. It when you upload when you create an item and upload it, what normally happens it'll generate uh, it'll generate thumbnails for many images that are included in the item, and it will it will generate XML files. Uh, one is a, one is a list of the files in the item. One is a collection of any reviews that are left by other users. And then there's two files for metadata. There's an XML metadata file, and there's a SQLite database for holding uh, metadata. Oh, and don't forget, it also it will also automatically generate a torrent file uh, in most cases. Ah, I saw some people um, using Noster as a means of, um, I don't know what the right word is, searching for and indexing um, BitTorrent. Yeah. Post basically posting magnet links to a node and then having a front end that would um or not a node, a relay. Um and then having a front end that would display them. That's pretty neat. Yeah. There's some weird stuff. There's they also have Noster well, I'll do the full report later. I won't I won't uh prolong you this won't now. Bore everyone. Yeah. There <laughs> but I'll tease it just a little bit more. There's features on there that are not in ActivityPub, including some cool shit. Well, there's nothing keeping there's nothing keeping anybody from adding new activities into into things. And I mean, I mean, like some of the stuff that Mastodon does was not stuff that was in the original ActivityPub spec. And there are things that uh, that you get on on like MissKey and Pleroma that uh, that are like activities that aren't yet supported by Mastodon, like the ability to uh, to add emoji reactions to posts, for example, right? And those are those are done with with just custom activities. Activity Pub is really more about how to define those activities and communicate them between instances. It's not so much about the about the activities themselves, though, like how an, how an activity is used by an instance, right, is implementation specific, 
right? It's it's not something Activity Pub itself is saying, oh, this sort this sort of activity you have to treat like this. No, you have for thing for things like that, like you can have uh, supplementary specs to to specify the semantics of an activity. Well, I think I don't have much more left in me today, to be honest. I, I've got I've got uh, I've got one I got a throwaway link. Okay, let's do that, and then I gotta close this up. Yeah. So, um, have you ever read uh, Have you ever read Lunduke? No. What's the no? Brian Lunduke. He uh, oh. he has a he is a guy. He he blogged about uh, about tech, alternative operating systems, retro computing, and uh, he moved to Substack a while ago. Now he like half his articles you have to pay for if you want to read, mm-hmm. right? But uh, he still posts some interesting free ones. And uh, back in 2022, he actually did an article called The Many Operating Systems of the Commodore 64. And he go he goes from CPM to Unix. Bet you didn't know you could have Unix on a Commodore 64. Uh, I can't say I've ever heard of that. Yeah, well, think about if you think about it, like what did you what did you have on a PDP eight, right? You didn't have like more than sixty-four kilobytes of RAM anyways, right? And uh and that's uh that's what they built Unix on originally, wasn't it? And then moved it to the PDP eleven. So it's like, you know, you can have Unix on a Commodore 64. As for as for CPM uh, on the Commodore 64, you needed a you needed a special cartridge that would uh, contain a Z80 processor. The Commodore 128 had a Z80 built in, and so you could actually directly boot to CPM if you had the CPM disks, and it would just automatically switch over the processor. Mm. But yeah, you could do that. You could do that. Is uh, pretty neat. So I'm just going to throw that into the show notes and and other people who are retro computing nerds like me can check it all out. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's There's all a pretty it- bitch there's a pretty bitch and high def image of the Enterprise D on a Commodore 64 screen in there too. Mm. Enterprise. I didn't know how to D. Oh yeah, this is a <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. All right. Jean-Luc Picard says engage, but we're going to disengage. As we do about this time. Yeah. Now, I got to go. Started late. We're going to end late or end early to make up for it. Until next time, I've been Abel Kirby. I've been cold acid. Fruity boys stay. See, it's different. Dose. I had a good woman. But you lay down, honey, and die. Oh, I had a good woman. But she lay down and died. Don't you know everybody tell me she wasn't satisfied?